Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello. Thank you for going to the Les Schwab Twires. Twires? I don't know. Hello. We appreciate you going to the Les Schwab. Les Schwab. Why it's can't like you Vive, say tires? Vive Clouteau. It's the same Just thing. Just say tires. Uh, where, where do we pick up from? Hi, uh, everyone. You're listening to the Sinner and the Saint podcast. I'm Luke Anderson. I'm Will Darkins, well, and this is sponsored by Les Schwab Tires. Is that right? I think so. Okay. Yep. Enjoy. Doing the right thing since 1952. Luke Anderson, astronaut. A man barely interesting. I also uh, went to a school dance with a girl that watched Titanic, I think, 17 times in the theater. It was a different time back then. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. There's HBO hot where it's like you watch it and you're like, wow, she's dangerous. I'm into that. We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Funnier. Sportsier. More Labradoodles. On 1080, The Fan. Hey, listen to that. Six million dollar open right there. Didn't cost that much. What? Didn't cost that much to make. Oh. Um, so there's a we got a little bit of a salary uh, disparity then. Disparity? Is that right? Is that a word? Uh, disparity? Yeah. So I, I got paid $5.6 million. For wow. Yeah. So did you not? No. Okay. Well, there you go. So that's our new hour two open. That means that uh, we've put hour one in the books, but... You have not missed it entirely. You can go on to 1080thefan.com and download the podcast. You just go to the on-demand button and the Les Schwab Tires podcast is right there. So uh, it's it's not gone. It's not forgotten. It's still available for you. You're welcome. You can hear how Will hates everything in sports. I don't hate everything in sports. I know because we're going to start our two with something you love. I think our fans love too. Markel Fultz. No. Uh, Super Bowl. No, no, that's not it. Winner Damian Lillard scored 50 points in three quarters of basketball. He played 29 minutes. What I think may be even more impressive than that, at one point during the game last night, Blazers went on a 17-0 run. Dame scored 15 of those points. This is coming off of, what was it, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, that C.J. McCollum did pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I think it's time to trade C.J. and No. <laughs> Now it's uh, there was also something from last night that I saw. Uh, they did an interview uh, with Dame, and uh, they played it on ESPN this morning. How Lillard was? They took him out in the fourth quarter, and then uh, Olshay was basically saying, "Like, look, if we get behind by thirteen, or we don't hold the lead of thirteen at one point, I'm putting you back in." And 
they uh, the Kings scored, and I think you know we were only up by maybe eleven. Yeah, and they started, made like five straight three pointers or something. Yeah, and yeah. he started walking to the uh, scores table, and then they scored again. He was like, "No, no, no, get back here." Go <laughs> to, yeah. yeah, it was. Um, well, it's yeah. funny. So when CJ got got to that mark, uh, the big story was, "Oh, they're why didn't they let him play the fourth quarter? They should have let him go out." And they probably didn't want him to beat Dame's record. Was this something where because they didn't play CJ, they couldn't play Dame? Is that kind of the the precedent had been set? Or no, smart I think it thing, was just, just rest your player. Yeah, just rest your player. I mean, he's already had some injury concerns this year. Don't don't leave him out to dry. Is this Damian Lillard being spiteful? Just basically About, saying you should have, I should have been picked for the All Star team a lot sooner. Do you think he's uh, on his annual spite tour that he always does? Yeah, but I think he's kind of always on that. I mean, we went through this what last week when he had, he got reached the ten thousand uh, point milestone uh, as early as he did in his career. He's a great scorer. He's an incredible player. He's a terrific team leader. He won the Magic Johnson Award for being the best player with the media. Dame's everything you would want from a superstar. It's just right now we're at a point where is the team around him good enough, A, to compete for a championship in the next few years, and B, good enough for Dame to to stay in Portland when free agency comes knocking and the Blazers did essentially nothing at the trade deadline. And so you're kind of stuck with what you have in, in, unless they jump in uh, when they get you know some, some players or, or – you know, drop from their teams coming up in the buyout season, the the post-deadline deadline. You'll now have the buyout season and maybe add Joe Johnson or whatever. What? Well, that's that's one of the guys that will be bought out of his contract oh, is Joe Johnson. So. That'll fix things. Yeah, well, that's... Again, these are these yeah. are the this is the patchwork opportunities that are available. The only opportunity to make a move is to do it in, in buyouts and yeah, Joe other- Johnson is right where he needs to be. In fact, I thought that was a great move by the Rockets to go get him because one, Johnson was great in D'Antoni's system uh in Phoenix way back when when Joe Johnson I think it was like that 06 uh Suns team. He was amazing on that team. Um because they let him stay in a capacity of just shooting. That might have been 04 or 05, but Joe Johnson was a son at one point. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, we don't really get much from it, but you clear a little oh, bit yeah. of Oh, so yeah, that, so that was, that was this morning that he signed. I was like, Joe Johnson signed with? Yeah, so he yeah. was bought out, and he signed. Post-trade deadline moves. Yeah. So, yeah, that is great. Do you move. listen to the updates? No, I don't no. listen to the updates. That I, was one of the updates. <laughs> channel, oh, yeah, I wouldn't pay attention to that. Um, of course, I don't listen to the I will, I Why just, would I do that? I don't know. There's information. I have in there. to talk to you. That's uh, bad enough. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, we get a little bit of. I don't know. We get a little bit of cap space. That's nice. I mean, it, well, okay, it all seems okay. kind of explain, futile in explain the end. Explain though, right? this. Why do fans care about the luxury tax? Why do they care about it? Yeah. Well, if, because it always comes back to bite you at a certain point. If Paul Allen is getting billed extra money for the roster that he has, who cares? Because it always comes back to bite you somehow. The luxury yeah. tax just somewhere down the road, it happens where it just, but like it happened to the Nets. It happened to the Celtics at one point where you just kind of, you keep digging, you keep digging because you expect results. The Nets really dug in yeah. when they made that deal for Garnett and um, Paul, Paul Pierce. Pierce. Yeah. And that didn't pay off. And look at them now. They are they are perpetually digging themselves out. Now, but that again, was also some bad trades. Yeah, but. but again, they made that move because they thought those guys could help their team. And they had interest in going there. Because the problem is right now you don't have a Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce sitting out there that are clamoring to get to Portland. That, you know, if 
That's the conundrum, though, right? It, it, it is, because it's like, if you had all the cap space in the world, would that be attractive to free agents? Probably not. Well, do you think I mean, Kevin Durant a- took significantly less than he could have made anywhere else, especially Oklahoma City, to go and play with the Warriors because they're a championship team. So... It, I don't think the cap space is what makes Portland attractive to you know potential trade partners and to free agents. So so um, yeah, I, I don't see there's a plan here. That's kind of the weird part. Mm-hmm. There just doesn't seem to be a plan to what Neil O'Shea is actually doing. I, I get it that he's clearing up cap space, but usually when you do that, that's to do something. Yeah, or you look down the road, you kind of see who's available at what time, and you go, okay, now I'm going to say, like what the Lakers did, right? The Lakers kind of cleared a bunch of stuff off, and they go, okay, we're going to make a move in 2019. It's going to happen. We're going to do it. Now you just kind of say, well, we didn't trade Dame, or I'm sorry, we didn't trade CJ. Um, Who's the other one that we were talking about with everybody who tried to move? Um, I think... What? Well, I mean, everybody wants to clear clear up guys off the bench. Harkless was one of the big guys yes, that was going to be Harkless. lumped in there. But. And then maybe we could trick somebody into taking Myers Leonard. Yeah, you you package a bad contract with, with yeah. kind of what you're doing. But, but like, don't tell them about like Like, you put it in the contract, but you don't, like, say it when you're actually talking on the phone or in the meeting. Yeah, you go, all right, so you're going to get uh, CJ, Mo, Myers Leonard, and, uh, and then we're going to, you know. What was that part? What's Sorry, that? Sorry, um, what now? Myers Leonard? Uh, yeah, Myers Leonard. Just sign. Just just sign here. Sign what's right this there. What's this in uh, size four font here? What's that? Don't worry Ooh, about that. Can't read that. Got a magnifying glass. Like, Myers Leonard, no! Wouldn't it be great if he just disappeared? No, I love I'm Myers not Leonard. saying, you know, murder. <laughs> just saying, just, you know, something happened. Yeah, but he's so inconsequential. He, yeah, he gets paid a lot of money, and it, it's fun when you go through the Pretty list. Inconsequential. I mean, Is it? Jeez, the caps... I, that's if you had happen. more cap space, who would come here? You could at least make a run. I, you, they're trying to make runs anyways. Paul Allen will pay the money. He'll he'll go over the luxury. He was over the luxury tax already. Mm. Well, then who cares if he does that? If you had if you had LeBron James and he wanted to come to Portland and you had to go over the cap to get there, you'd do it in a second. If Carmelo Anthony wanted to come to Portland and you had to go over the cap to get it, you'd get him. But nobody wants to come here. Carmelo Anthony wanted to come here. Oh, that's right. Except for he wanted he did. He wanted a city more like New York, so he went to Oklahoma City instead. It was it was a done deal. Yeah. He saw CJ's Photoshop <laughs> and he goes, That's it. That's where I want to be. That's where I want to be. And then he but he looked at Portland and then he went apples to apples to the pros and cons list versus the Oklahoma City. The metropolis that sits in the middle of our country. And he's like, hey, breadbasket versus the, the, the fishbowl out there in Portland. I, oh, buddy. Woo. Did you see the uh, rumors that Oklahoma came out? Oklahoma City. I didn't, he didn't want to be in a small market team, so he picked Oklahoma City. Did you see the rumors that came out LeBron James might get traded to the Blazers? Yeah, but again, I ignore rumors so fervently. It's also well, that, on the text I line. I love that one. I love that one because it was like, it, well, it Kevin was, Love was the one that was out there, like, yes. seemed more legitimate. Even that one was like, yeah, right. Eh, it seemed legitimate. It was, yeah, right, because I think the Cavs saw through it and were like, eh, we're not going to get much from this. Yeah. Um, the LeBron James one I loved because it was just like the Carmelo Anthony one in that, like, there were all these super obvious signs that that wasn't going to happen, but fans kept going, but, but it could. Yeah, I know. It could. 
I think Carmelo Anthony could come here. He says he doesn't want to come here. Yeah, but I have a source who said, yeah, but we haven't heard Carmelo Anthony in audio, video, or in real life go, yeah, Portland sounds pretty good. Yeah, but but, but did yeah, you but, see the Photoshop? Did you did you see the Photoshop? Pretty sweet. It was pretty good. I mean, could they, you they, they put a Blazers uniform on him. Could you imagine LeBron James here for one half of a season? <laughs> no. Really? No, I can't. How would that dynamic work? I can't imagine it. There's no there's no scenario where I can wrap my head around it. Just LeBron James, 23, taking over the incredibly just deep dark hole that was left by Darius Miles, number 23. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go Batum. Or Batum. Well, no, he Batum wasn't 23. Was, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. I just yeah. I don't know, in that capacity, because you you think about it, it's like, well, now Damian Lillard has to play with him. So does CJ McCollum. Yeah. And then I guess you have Nurk. Oh, so you you have you have him coming, you didn't have to get rid of a starter. No, of course not. <laughs> Who's your your what if scenario is getting further and further from reality. What's your starting lineup then? What? It's Dame? It would just be Dame and, and LeBron. LeBron. That would be it. You don't even card out. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be it. You could start Myers Leonard. Who cares? So in that deal, conceivably, you gotta get rid of Nurkic, right? Sure. You gotta get rid of Nurk. Say Nurk and CJ for LeBron. Nurk, CJ, you, nope, prob- that's, that's you probably got to give a pickup. Sure. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's LeBron James here. Y- yeah. You're giving up a lot. Yeah. You're probably Well, you're probably in- getting garbage, too. There's a little garbage in, garbage out. It's probably a four-player trade, but there's the, the consequence is you have to get rid of Dame. Or I'm and sorry, Nurk. CJ, or CJ, CJ and Nurk. Nurk. Yeah. yeah, so your starting lineup, then, is Damian Lillard, LeBron James, <sighs> Noah Vonley... Oh yeah, just keep Vonley. Ed Davis. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Vonley would be because Ed Davis so Ed is Davis. Tristan Thompson, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes. So then you'll have Dame, LeBron, Ed Davis, Aminu, and Pat Connaughton. Yeah, sure. Right. Pat's yeah. playing the two. Well, you still have Shabazz. Shabazz will dazzle. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Don't forget I that. forgot about Shabazz Napier. Though I think Shabazz is in there in the deal. He's going to Cleveland. No, 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 no. LeBron, remember how uh, he wanted he wanted Shabazz to go to the Miami Heat, and then he left. He told everybody he's like, "Oh, we should draft that guy," and then he went back to Cleveland. That's how that worked. It's a weird relationship. I just marvel at the fact that you just got so thrilled about creating the most ridiculous trade scenario in the history of sports radio, and you're still mad at the Super Bowl. It's very weird. Because this was more fun. That's fine. It's a weird show we're putting together today. Hey, listen, I'm okay with it. It's just bizarre. So I'm very interested to see where you go when we bring up one of the most bizarre stories in sports, and that is Markel Fultz. We'll get that. To, we'll get to that next. Center and Saint, 1080, the fan. Kind of love this song. This is the man by the Killers. If you don't know it, highly recommend it. It's gonna be good walk-up music. I think you can go with that. What about ice skating music? Ooh, yeah. If I was figure skating, I'd figure skate to the man. Yeah. I don't know how many moves you could do. What are you talking about? I think you would, if you were doing the... Are you uh, suggesting I'm not athletic enough to be a uh, figure skater in the Olympics? If you were doing the figure skating to this song, there would just be a bunch of um, finger pointings, like the, like the hey guy finger point. Yeah, definitely do those. Uh, there would definitely also be a lot of uh, spreading oh. the money around thing. Oh yeah, the make it rain move. The make it rain move. Yeah. Um, uh, man, the double else? thumb points back to myself, like yes. this guy, when it says the man... I'd do that, and then right into a triple lutz. Quite a few winks. Right into a uh, double axle, and then a triple lutz. I'd do a combo move right off of that. 
There's a, some points. Hey, uh, did you see the breaking news? Joe Johnson signed with the Rockets. Uh, I heard that. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. I don't think it's official yet, but it's uh, it's it's reported to happen from multiple sources. You should probably keep an eye on the... Uh, Where was he originally signed? Uh, he was bought out. He, I think he ended up with the Kings. Wow. Does that sound right? I think. Yeah. Something like that. 55305 Myers we uh gets to be LeBron James new Kevin Love. Blame everything on Myers. That's the LeBron James goes to Portland scenario. He just brings Kevin Love with him. <laughs> Kevin Love. Kevin Love's in the trade. It's not even in the contract. <laughs> no, he just shows up. What are you doing here? No. Oh, I'm your sidekick. You need your sidekick. All right. So this week on social media. Are you are you on social media? I try to be. Yeah. Do we do a poll this week? Nope. Let's put up a poll. I don't know what it'll be. We'll put, we'll put up a poll. Sounds uh, like you were about to oh, no, no, post suggest show, a poll. Post show poll. No, you're talking to me. You don't have time to do that. You can't talk and type at the same, same time. Anyway, this week on social media, uh, there are videos of the 76ers rookie Markel Fultz practicing basketball. He cannot shoot a basketball. No. His range seems to be the painted area of the floor. Yes. His right arm does not work, and he was the number one overall pick on a team that is showing promise with Ben Simmons, who missed his entire rookie year finally playing, and with Joel Embiid. Did he miss two full seasons finally playing uh, with all of their other number one draft picks that they just shipped off and sent sideways? So now you've finally got Markel Fultz. What on earth is going on? In Philadelphia, this is this is very bizarre. The process is working. Yeah, I know. They keep telling us that. Uh, I'm sad to admit this, but I actually watched Markel Fultz's first summer league game. I don't know why I did that. Because <laughs> uh, you were excited. Well, it was all Former about... University of Washington standout. He led the Huskies to nine wins. All of about, I think, three minutes. And then he left the game because he turned that ankle. And yeah, so he didn't even play summer league. They shut him down after that. The three minutes that I saw of Markel Fultz <laughs> were pretty damn good. He should be really, really good. If you watched him in college at Washington, he was really, really good. He was kind of like Damian Lillard in a way. He could slash. He could get to the hoop. He was pretty good at shooting. Obviously, you would assume that could probably get better. Great defender, had a lot of length, uh, yes. scoring like 24 points a game in college. But again, Washington didn't really win any games. His his teammates are coming to his fence, defense. Uh, J.J. Redick in an interview just said he's working his butt off, absolutely out there, doing everything he can to get back to it. And, and you know, he hasn't lost the faith of his teammates. But at the same time, it's just it feels so 76ers that you have a guy that can just – all right, here's all the promise in the world. Shut him down. But you you wonder, he's shooting more left-handed than right-handed. Yeah, that was kind of weird. You wonder if he's starting from scratch on his shot. Yeah, it's uh, it's strange. I don't know. Like, what do you do with him now? Can you deal him? Will, will he end up like one of those guys where he sucked initially, and then once he got traded, he was actually pretty good? Like, maybe, maybe Philadelphia really is just that much of a crap hole that it's like, well, they suck. They suck. They can't develop talent. Everybody gets injured who goes there. I've never That's heard a weird of J.J. Thing, Reddick's name after this. Nerlens Noel was one of those guys. And yes. Bede. Uh, I'm trying to think if Julio Okafor spent time being injured, but I know he was uh, did, He was uh, 
having plenty of trouble off the court when he was in Philadelphia. Uh, and then Ben Simmons missed his entire rookie year. The the process, if it's working, it's working in some strange and mysterious ways. Mm. So LeBron James is going there. <laughs> Listen, hey, if you want to go and have fun, like if he wants to be the godfather of basketball where he can just go in and, you know, be like a, a kind of a mentor figure and go in and play with those young guys. If you were LeBron James, how fun would that be to go and play with these guys that have all this promise? Let's say Markel Fultz eventually plays basketball and you can go and around him you have Embiid, Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz and just throw LeBron into the middle of that. I think you're misinterpreting what LeBron wants out of the rest of the years he has. He wants to play with his buddies, doesn't he? I think he wants to win an NBA title. Of course he does. I think he wants to win six or seven. He wants, oh, you th- is that what he wants to go super team again and just kind of sit I there? I think and he wants to surpass Jordan. He said it. He's referenced it in interviews in the past that he does. He chases Jordan in a certain sense. That's his whole motivation when it comes later to his career. So, how many more years do you think he has in his prime? I contend two, three. Oh, is that the, all? Yeah. I mean, really, though? Yeah, I mean, at some point you, you decline, but it's... He's played an insane amount of minutes. And I'm not saying, like, when he leaves his prime, he's, you know, going to go from LeBron James to Andre Iguodala, you know, just kind of like a role guy. It's just that he won't be as effective to the point where you can't rely completely on him to get you to the playoffs. You can still do that at this point. Yeah, as and they're doing said, it right now. Yeah, the Cavaliers are still third in the East. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, with all the dysfunction and and that was the East sucks, but still. Yeah. But imagine, I mean, a third place team just got rid of all of their players because they had such a toxic environment. And when they lose, they get annihilated. Yeah. It's been very, very strange to see. So I'm, I'm curious where it goes from here, but, and the whole, the whole Philadelphia thing is, is just insane with Markel Fultz. But again, I mean, you've already said it. Is there anybody that beats the Warriors this season and, and does it matter? Or are the Lakers the team that's being smartest in this whole thing or, or teams like that where you kind of go, all right, let's Houston Astros this thing. Let's get younger and let's make sure we have room to sign free agents as soon as it becomes available. It, it, should everybody be tanking until the Warriors just kind of disperse and, and Draymond Green gets you know ejected from the league for, for yelling and, and biting referees and all the things he's doing and and – Kevin Durant gets, you know, dissatisfied with continually taking less money to stay there and they kind of break that up and then everybody goes, all right, pounce. I kind of thought that's what everybody was doing already. Does it feel that way? It kind of feels like that's what the NBA is. I mean, the Suns are doing it. The Celtics did it for a very long time. They're now trying to... Well, we've talked about this before. Uh, I want to say it was even last year where we came up with this whole theory of should we just... If you're an NBA team... Should we just wait this out? Well, but but that's Should a, that's a problem, for... and, and Portland's in the middle of that. The problem with that idea is waiting for the Warriors to break up is what do you do with a player like Damian Lillard, who's 28 years old and only has you know a, a certain window where he's going to be in his prime, and you go after it. Right now, you've got the greatest player that maybe we've ever seen and maybe ever will see in LeBron, but he's never had a really functioning team around him. Even in Miami, when you went and you thought it was going to work so well, they they recycled the cycled through their bench every year 2012 was probably his most consistent just like things worked out well yeah yeah and they won two championships and he won one in cleveland and he brought a championship back home he hasn't been without success but but again the more he presses i mean this year's calves are a disaster the fact that Kyrie felt so dissatisfied with what was happening 
on a team that went to three straight finals that he's like, get me out of here. I got to go. And then you bring in new pieces and they can't function together. I wonder if dysfunction is going to follow LeBron wherever he goes. Well, let's go back to the whole idea of waiting out the storm here with the okay. Trailblazers. Because you said that what do you do if you're the Trailblazers and you have a guy like Damian Lillard yep. where – Again, you're right. There's maybe three years left on Dame's prime before you start to see a little bit of a regression. By the end of his five-year contract, I hold a strong contention that he is going to leave. Yeah. I think he will. I think he'll get over it enough that he'll say, there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to win a title here. That's what he wants to do. And so I think you kind of have to play out the landscape and trust that, one, you have an incredible fan base that no matter what really happens to your team, you're still going to fill seats. You're going to be okay in that respect. You're never going to lose. You're never going audience. to lose Portland. Portland's yeah. not going to turn their back on. You're the not going to be yeah. the foul or uh, the Hawks. You know, like yeah. the Hawks, they couldn't even fill the friggin' stadium. And for, they got their brand new arena. Yes. They had to put barber shops in it and Top Golf and all yes. that. Yeah. Um, I, I think you just kind of trust the process to the point that fans will have their butts in seats and then wait out, say, five years for Kevin Durant to kind of decline, and then. LeBron James will most likely decline at that point. And then you say, well, the Warriors can't keep everything together. Clay Thompson has to leave next year, yeah, right? But wasn't, the one that, that what they, uh, wasn't that what they fell victim to two years ago when they had to sign everybody? The Blazers didn't have enough money to meet the minimum you know, uh, requirement for, for That's payroll. a challenge. And so then they go out and they sign these bad contracts. I and mean, you have Alan Crabb and and Myers Leonard, Mo Harkless. You, you pay all these guys. And now you end up with one of the top five payrolls because you went out and got Evan Turner and added that whole mess to it. So you can't you can't just it's very difficult to be that bad without getting rid of a superstar player. Like if you have Damian Lillard, you're going to win games. It's just kind of the way it is. I mean, the idea that they were in rebuild mode that the first year without LaMarcus Aldridge and Nick Batum and Wes Matthews, you have a team that looked like they were trying to to go through a rebuild. Well, they accidentally made the playoffs. And then they gave us all this hope for the following year. And they last year, they kind of didn't do anything. But then they get Nurk. And now you have all this hope. Like, it's not false hope. You've had hope with this team and there's going to be something that happens. It may not be a move, but you know, you run into the Clippers when everybody gets hurt and now you win in a playoff series and you go, all right, Hey, maybe we got a chance. And that you played, you played uh, Steph Curry in the next round with a bum ankle. And you're like, maybe we got a chance. And the Blazers played those games close. You're there's, as long as you have guys like Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum that are going to give a full effort every night, there's still that glimmer of hope. And and to turn into like the Hawks, I mean, they're a hopeless team. Just flat out bad. But there's also two other professional sports teams in that city. You can go, all right, I'm done with the Hawks. I'll just watch the Falcons and the Braves. So you can't do that here. So do you think it's maybe management then? Yeah, I'll be surprised if Neil O'Shea is the general manager going into next season. Really? Yeah, I would be. We'll see what happens with you the draft. Kinda, but you kind of have to have a a splashy approach to this whole thing. You if there, if there's have... no moves made in this this offseason, and, and I mean, do you honestly think in free agency they're going to go out and get a free agent like Paul George or anywhere close to that? No. So what do you do? I think you, you shake it up and you get rid of your general manager and you go, all right, maybe somebody else that has ties to, to one of these big guys can come in and, and make something happen. You got to change something. Got to keep trying. Don't stop believing. I've got a couple Super Bowl stats for you. 
I've got a couple other stories, and we've also got guys in the media acting badly. We'll get to all of those next. You're listening to The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. But first news. All right, welcome back to a terrible edition of The Sinner and the Saint. It's been awful, and we apologize for that. Whoa. What? Come on now. What? Listen, we did bring our A game. Well, it's been a great show. No, we've let our fans down. I don't know about that. Five five three five. Have we let you down today? Oh, you're asking for it. <laughs> I am asking for it. I'm you literally are asking. Really for asking for it. I'm literally. I'm genuinely. I'd like to know. I'm just going to. We try. had hot Markel Fultz news. <laughs> what well, Markel Fultz is bizarre. I mean, watch the videos. Uh, tweet tweet those out from the show page if you can. Will I don't know how that thing works, but put out the videos of him. It's just. It's very strange, and I realize that radio is not a visual medium, but it's like you see it and you go, like. If you're at a shoulder injury, like I get that it's a little bit debilitating, but for a guy that's in peak physical condition to just lose the ability of his arms, it's like Kawhi Leonard. I mean, that guy can't get healthy and stay on the court with that quad injury. It's very strange to me that you have these lingering injuries, and I wonder if it's something the NBA teams do where they just don't give you any information on it because they don't want to the poor you know, fans to lose hope in their team. But it's very strange with uh, a handful of these NBA injuries, don't you think? I guess there's always injuries every year. Well, I know, but you know what they are. You, it's Markel Fultz is Andrew Luck right now. Hmm. Right. Uh, but we haven't seen the potential of Markel Fultz yet. No, no, you're absolutely right. But, Luck, but, uh, but do you have Luck. any idea when Andrew Luck will be able to throw a football? You know what I mean? Like, like Carson Wentz tore his ACL. He's got a nine-month timeline to return. You know what that injury is, but how do you have mysterious injuries where you can't give the public any information about them? That is strange to me. Hmm. Yeah, but it's kind of the same. So wait, you're comparing him to Andrew Luck in that sense? Yeah, in the sense that what's going on with Andrew Luck's shoulder? Do you have any idea? Do you believe any stories you hear about it? And has anything given anyone given you a satisfactory answer? Every week, supposedly, Andrew Luck was going to return for the first half of the season. Midway through the season, they're like, yeah, he's not going to play this year. You just had a coach that was hired to take over the the helm for the Colts. He bolts. Nobody knows if has any idea to do anything to do with the starting quarterback not being able to throw a football. So the story got changed midway through it to be, oh, the Patriots just offered him the the head coaching job after Bill Belichick leaves. That's been refuted now. It's it's bizarre. And you just don't care about anything today. You're the worst. I care about a lot. You don't care about the things I care about. It makes me feel bad. Well, it's not so bad. I paid you for two nothing. How can I blame you for the Blazers too? <laughs> and then we got about like eight texts that said fans question mark. Because you said, well, let's. Oh, that's we, a very we, good point. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, as I was saying it, down, as yeah. I was saying it, I go, yeah, they're probably just, they, they probably broke their radio and can't get it off of 1080. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. I love that there's mul- multiple fans, LOL. <laughs> you guys have fans? <laughs> yeah, we're, well, we're terrible. But you hated the Super Bowl. It's hard to get off to a good start to a show the week after the Super Bowl when you hated it so much. It's not that I hated the Super Bowl, it's just that I thought. The storylines that surrounded it, which the Super Bowl itself is just a storyline. That's what it is. Because yeah, the, you, the game itself, you mean? Well, just the whole event itself. Really, the biggest thing about the Super Bowl is just the storylines the week leading up to You it. don't think, but but as a, as a football game, entertaining, yes? 
yes, it was entertaining. Okay, so the storylines going into it were a little lame for you. I think they were just a little lame, period. Well, I was just say, and coming they, out of it, you seem actually more disappointed because you're disappointed going into the game. A little bit. And you are very disappointed coming out of the game. <sighs> Again, I'm disappointed with the media and with the response to the Super Bowl itself because – it, the, the whole lead up to it, I think, created what we have now, which is everybody kind of forgot how awesome it was because they're talking about other things. Do you think that's a bigger thing with the media where it's just the news cycle? You have to you have to go out and find a new story every 25 minutes because there's just so much noise out there? Or is it a, a product of maybe it just wasn't that interesting? Because I think it's happening with a lot of things where we move off like the – we're not even I talking think it's about because there wasn't a face to the Eagles. I think you had Tom Brady and blank. Like you can't sell Nick Foles. How the hell do you sell Nick Foles the week leading up to the game? He's Jeff Hosteller. Uh, <laughs> like at least with the uh, the Falcons last year, you had you know Matt Ryan and well, that you whole... had the collapse last year. But I'm saying the week leading up, the storyline was you had Matt Ryan who was ascending, right? It was the whole, hey, this is Matt Ryan's moment. He's going to win it. And then it's Tom Brady. Hey, is Tom Brady going to finally become the greatest football player of all time? Yeah. Leading up to this week, it was, hey, is Tom Brady going to win another Super Bowl? Are the Eagles, these underdogs who had home field advantage the entire playoffs and a week off, going to beat the impossible with a quarterback who was all pro a couple years ago? Yeah, but he was terrible with the Rams. The Eagles won their first Super Bowl ever. So at least in Ella. Philadelphia, it will be remembered for a very long time. I blame it for Chip. How bad does Chip Kelly have to feel about himself? I think that's a great storyline, too. I yeah. I just I was quite entertained with it. And I think it's, you know, I think Poor it's Chip Kelly. Poor Chip Kelly. Oh. He also he also did not have the greatest recruiting day, uh, a national signing day. UCLA, I, I thought would do a little bit better. Yeah, that's difficult for him. You got to shore that up quick. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Mm. Quite quick. I, I, how is Jim Mora a very good recruiter? He had a top 10 class uh, when he was fired. He had a in the. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Bunch of decommits then? There's a handful of decommits um, and then a couple flips to USC at the last minute. Uh, Washington kind of got passed by USC at the last minute, too. It's interesting. Oh. Hmm. Uh, I did want to get to a couple other stories. Speaking of the media, uh, you have guys behaving badly. Uh, Christian Foria, you remember him as a former tight end? He's now a radio host, and he decided to do a racist impression of Donald Yee, a, an agent, uh, and got suspended for a week. It, how dumb do you have to be to just go out and do a... I think you get you get on the radio and you get some attention and you get a megaphone and you think that anything you say is going to be hilarious. <coughs> what? <laughs> what are you saying? Isn't this kind of the same thing with uh, W E E I? That guy who called Brady's kid a pissant. Just you you push the envelope so much yeah. to get noticed. Do you think like, that's yes. what it is? Oh my god, I'm so edgy. Yeah, I'm going to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> you know what people love in this country. Racism. That'll get fans on my side. <laughs> There's no. I know what I'll do. I'll just have to spin the wheel of nationalities and pick which one will I be racist towards. Yeah. Apparently, W E E I or whatever it is, they're they're pretty racist consistently, though. The city of Boston, if you'll recall, is pretty racist. Fairly racist consistently. 
Well, and then there's one more that happened this week, which is the story about Tom Brady, who would sit out all of next year because Jimmy Garoppolo got paid and Brady should make the same amount of money as Garoppolo. So the story is written, and let me find, uh, it, this was the Boston Herald, so it's another one, uh, Boston Herald, and this was uh, Ron Borges. And he, I believe, has been fired, if not suspended, uh, suspended, if not fired, uh, for this. But he put out the story saying Tom Brady would sit out next season uh, for all OTAs and all offseason activities until he got paid. And from jump, this felt suspicious, right? Because Tom Brady has consistently taken less money. I think he makes $14 million a year. And he's consistently taken less money to make sure he gets a better team around him. And obviously, you see what the results have done with that. So the story comes out Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, it becomes disproven and that Borges never had any sources. So he just completely gets to axe. They got duped. Do you think he got duped? Was being lazy or, again, just trying to create some buzz and get attention for himself? Probably a mix of all three. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. It's hmm. – that's. But, again, this is why I suspect that part of the, the hype dying off so quickly of the Super Bowl is just the news cycle and how quickly it moves. And you have so many voices out there. I mean, the trade deadline is a perfect example of it where you have all of these stories that this is what's going to happen and these guys are moving there. It, is nobody's taking the time to flush out these stories. Remember DeAndre Jordan was the first guy to move uh in the during the trade deadline. He's still in Los Angeles. You know, he's going to come to Portland. He's going to the Cavaliers. He's going here, he's going there. Nothing. So I think it's just a lot of guys that are trying to make a name for themselves. And you see the guys that do a really good job, your Adam Schefters and your Adrian Wojnarowski's become more and more valuable. And if you're an inside source for one of these teams, why would you talk to anybody else when your words are going to be skewed in so many different directions? I just think the the media and the news cycle is on such a hurry to be the one to break the news. They don't take the time to make sure if it's right. Oh, journalistic integrity. Where is it gone? Downhill, I think, buddy. Yes. Is <laughs> that a little soapboxy for you? Yes. Jeez. I got two. I, uh. All right. You ready? You ready for us to break a story? Will's going to tell We're you. breaking every- a story? Yeah. On what? The future. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. We're going to look into our crystal balls. That's next. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. I kind of get the sense that you go home after a long day at the office, crack open a, a vitamin water and put on Skrillex. Yeah. That's what you relax That's accurate. to. accurate. That's relax. I get on the uh, treadmill. <laughs> oh, get on the treadmill? Play Except- my, uh, play my uh, reflector lights, my uh, strobers. <laughs> Just... A blacklit room with a treadmill right in the middle, and then you do your OK Go dancing on it. Like you don't, do even, it. you don't even run on it. You just do like uh, dance moves in motion as you're running. Hell yeah, I can see that. Kind of the way I picture you partying. All right, football season's over, and that's when we really get into the fun. You know, you've got 12 games to pick. We picked the Super Bowl last week, so now it's kind of a bizarre time in the season. Right, we're too soon to kind of know what the NBA playoffs are going to look like. You've got the Winter Olympics, but we could pick every event in the Winter Olympics. But let's be honest, we don't know any of the athletes. We it'd be more uh, a test in pronunciation, I think, than actually foresight, if I had to guess. So, 
I want to get your prediction now, just so we have it on record. The Cleveland Cavaliers finish where this season? Second in the East. Second place. So they'll finish second going into the playoffs and lose to the Celtics? Yes. If not, yeah, the Celtics, yeah. Well, here's an interesting idea. What if John Wall comes back and the Wizards continue to be good and they somehow squeak in at around, say, seventh? Mm. And then you have a two versus seven matchup where the Cavs get bounced early because everybody that you've said they got in this trade doesn't have a lot of playoff experience. Yeah. But the one guy that they do have has more playoff experience than anybody. And that's old LeBroni. Or will LeBroni decide, hey, I'm going to pull a, what was it? Oh nine and oh eight Cavs exit. You remember that right before he was Where he just go bails. Yeah, no, he just pretty much gave up in Game Six that series against the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, he just gets. Eh, he no, just bails. He's like, I'm done. I hope he pulls 2007 LeBron James out where he just goes, kids, get on my back, stay out of my way. I'm gonna put up 40 every game. I'm gonna be the most dominant player in the world. What was that against the uh, Pistons? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where I mean, he, God. He scored, what was it? I think he scored like 30 straight points or something for it. I mean, he just, he took a team of misfits and just threw them on his back. And I think that's what you're going to see this year from LeBron. I think he's going to go, all right, I'll just, if I have to do it myself, I'll do it myself. I think the team did get better. And I think you're going to see the Cavs back in it. Are they going to beat the Warriors? Probably not. But I think it's going to be another competitive series. And then LeBron, I think, can leave Cleveland going, all right, I gave it everything I had. And it just wasn't good enough. But where does he end up next year? Take, mm. take a look at your balls. Okay, I'm looking at him. Okay. I'm rubbing them. Okay, rub your balls. Get a clean, nice crystal uh, viewing area on your balls. I would like to see him go to the Rockets. Yeah? That's his best Play for chance. Dan I, you know, you have this whole idea that being in the West is going to be more dangerous for him winning an NBA title. That it, It's going to be a lot harder to get to an NBA title, and you're right, because then the Western Conference Finals would become the championship, right? I feel like, though, if you were able to get that series out of the way, that you were to say, hey, the Western Conference Finals, we're going to win this one in seven, and then you go to the Eastern Conference Finals, where once LeBron leaves, it becomes a huge wild card who's going to be there. I mean, if he goes to Houston and say in two years the Bucks actually shore up and they're a lot better, you could be playing Giannis in the Finals. For his first time. Who mm -hmm. knows? Kyrie Irving gets injured, which has happened a lot. Still yep. happens quite a bit. I, I think going to the West really just gets everything out on the table, allows you to position yourself pretty well in the playoffs, at least to a sense that you don't have to play too hard of teams in the very beginning. Because what? If he goes to the Rockets, they'd be second, third, maybe? They're not going to be the top seed. Well, they It'd be fact, interesting. They, they could yeah. be. I mean, they're, they're very good regular season team now. You add LeBron to James Harden and Chris Paul. They you can turn it on. and You don't have to give anything up yeah. because it'd be a free agent pickup, right? So if LeBron wants to go and play for as little money as he can and, and just – because if he just wanted to win championships, he'd do what Durant did, right? Go to a great team, take less money, let them continue to build around it. Now, he's not going to go to the Warriors. I think that whole story was – Flamed uh, out. Well, that, it was just one of those BS, like, you know, technically they could. Yeah, shut up. But I I don't, I just have a hard time seeing him go to the West. It just, to me, the smart money's on staying in the East. He's, he's done it before. I wonder if there's other free agents. Uh, 
Paul George is out there. Um, I'd have to look and see who else is out there, but just go, hey, let's go and pair up with another star and get on a team and build another. It'll be a lot more like going to Miami than it will be like when he went back to when he went back to the the Cavs. So what the Lakers then? Well, no, I I don't think I'm I'm trying to think on the East. I wonder if he'd want to go play in Detroit with Blake Griffin. Uh, yeah, the East to me just doesn't seem like a location where you're going to get a lot of support. I know you were kind of throwing out the whole Sixers idea, but LeBron James has thrived the best when there's very good management and leadership above him. He did really with well. Pat with Pat Riley? Yeah, he did well with Pat Riley. He finally kind of came to terms with the fact that Eric Spolstra knows a lot about basketball and goes, okay, I'll I'll follow you into it. That's fine. And in fact, he developed his post game more than anything during his years at Miami because Spolster goes, dude, you're freaking six foot eight. Do you know that you're a freak of nature? Yeah. And nobody can stop you in the post. He didn't. Yeah. Do yeah. you know that uh, pretty much every single time you get the ball, there's a mismatch. You should get in the post. <laughs> you should go and just make yes. set up camp down there and move in. I don't I don't know. I mean, the whole Los Angeles thing, it, it makes sense. But to me, could I don't know. I, I guess I can't really root for LeBron. The only reason you can is because you're rooting against the Warriors at this point. But if he went to Los Angeles, I don't know. It just To me, it would tarnish so the, entertaining. the NBA. You think it'd be entertaining? Yes. Playing with Lonzo Ball? How would LeVar Ball react? Because <laughs> I don't really even care about Lonzo. <laughs> I actually don't even know who that is. You're talking about LeVar Ball, right? Oh, I suppose. We want to yeah. talk about Papa. How is it that LeVar Ball is even connected to the Lakers? I don't get that. What do you mean? Is there a does he have a son that plays for them? Yes. Oh. Yeah. I thought boy. he just kind of appeared it's and oldest boy. You know, you know that he's never lost at one on one. Is there a record? Never of been that? beat. Never. Why bit. don't they challenge him? I bet he would do that. He if it could be a TV event, oh, why I'd don't they that. have him and now Jordan one on one against each other? Jordan won't play him. Oh. <laughs> Jordan's scared. Is that on the record? I don't know. I'm sure know he, I, he was on national television screaming from the rooftops, come out and play me. I'm ready. I'm the best. Did you ever see pictures of him when he was younger? LeVar? Yeah. No, but uh, when He's he... jacked up. Well, he played for he played for the Panthers and I believe the Jets, and I don't know that he was any good, but he was, yeah, he was an NFL player. Well, he was the best. Well... Course. Well, he said he's never been a team player. That's five on five. One to one on one. I'm undefeated. Never been beat. All right. Will, thanks. And we end with LeVar Ball. Hey, listen, this thing <laughs> came full circle. We're, we're officially in the NFL offseason, uh, the football offseason. Things go sideways sometimes. I want to thank all of our fans, our great fans, for listening to this fine radio program. Everybody have a wonderful week, and we're back next week with more Sinner and Saint. Have a great week. You got any final words there, Mr. Dark? Have a great weekend, everyone. Mr. Negative. The weather's great. All right. You're listening to 1080 The Fan. Have a great day. So always look on the bright side of death. Wasn't he the white Jordan? He is black. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.